What's up, boys? Uh, hey, what's up, dude? Just how you guys doing? You, how you guys' lives been right oh, recently? Good, man. Good. Stressed now, working on my side hustle. Oh, you got some Me side too. hustles? What's up? Yeah, dude, I started a tour business for fishing where instead of like an old fisherman taking you out, we use a bunch of bottlenose dolphins to take you on a tour. The dolphins? Yeah, it's cool. They find all the fish spots, but then the fucking dolphins eat all the fish every time. Those little bastards. Yeah. What about you, fool? Um, I've been working on this um, business idea where I just handle people's online food orders, but I don't pick them up. It's not like DoorDash. I just do the transaction for them. Smart. So you're just like the middleman between the, the common man and this food. Yeah. Like they just text me and tell me what they want and I put the order in for them, but then they have to go and get it. You're the main man. I just All I do is put the order in. Yeah. What are you doing, man? I know it's podcasting painting. Uh, I'm starting a smear campaign to destabilize the podcasting landscape. Sight your thirst with some sarsaparilla and put some flowers on the grave of Billy the Kid. It's time for another exciting episode of the Cahalboy Rowdy Podcast. It's me, your host, Cam Beasy Barry himself, and joining me as always, resident comedian Anthony Barrera. What's up? It's your boy, Young Baphomet. Young Bad Name in the Station. Also joining us, <laughs> Monterey Bay comic, Michael Booth. What's up, dude? How, How you doing? are you doing? Oh, so glad to have you guys back here. What's been new? What's been fresh? How you doing, Anthony? Okay, I'm doing good, man. I had two days off. I rested, ooh, relaxed, you know. Ooh, just kind of stayed in, fucking wrote some comedy and mm-hmm. got high mm-hmm. and played some video games. What video games are you playing? Uh, I'm just pl- replaying GTA V. Oh, God. Just one time. Just, just one time. Yeah. You wrote zero jokes. What you been up to, Michael? Um, good. Last night I went to Sunnyvale and did the... Uh, the new talent showcase at Rooster Tea Feathers Comedy Club. Which I got to really act fun. like I wasn't super curious and asked you immediately, so I'm just going to ask you, well, how'd it go? How'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> how was it? Um, no, it was fun, man. It was a good time. I'd never been, so it was nice to get out of town. and it sounded like a blast. Mm-hmm. Place yeah. packed out, lights were jamming, everybody's having a good time. Yeah, the drive wasn't too bad, so. And everything landed, it sounded like. I mean, it's hard not to when they give you that like, tight time window, but man, when you go there and you just do a clean, tight, like ready for TV kind of shit, and you just blow it out of the park. Yeah, that your feels dick so feels good. hard on the way out. Oh, your dick is hard if you, if you did it right. <laughs> if you did it even halfway right, your dick is all the way hard. <laughs> That's funny. I love uh, it, folks. Uh, so we didn't talk about this, but we just want to start out fresh and easy because we're so fresh and sleazy. Uh, what's everybody's top three hip hops? Can we just jump right into it? Do we gotta um, do something special? Can we just jump into this? Yeah, let's just jump into it. Top threes for hip hop, I guess. Um, I'm gonna go first. Just give me your give me your number three. How about that? Um, J Cole. Ooh, that's my boy. Ooh, that's I my... was gonna put J Cole on the list. Now I gotta yeah. do something. <laughs> putting some pressure on me. I like that. Yeah, that's my boy. Man. What was the first J Cole track that hooked you? Um, it was off Born Center. I think it was the title track, Born Center. Born yeah, dude, I was jamming that shit in the shower for like mm. a few a few months. Dude's voice is just the right amount of raspy. Yeah, like, he doesn't sound like an actual crackhead, but he sounds like he knows where he can find crack. And he's got that, that street savvy. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, number two, it's my boy Kendrick. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar, man, he's just he's like somebody who is so young has done so much, man. It's hard not to. Have it's him ridiculous, up there. dude. Like you it's know, ridiculous. He, like it's like he replaced Eminem. 
essentially on like that label and that's like that was a tough act to follow because i'm had like millions of fucking say like this big megastar machine yeah dude and like he just came through with tde and was like what's up dude and his shit's so deep too and he just dropped good kid mad city like on t- everyone's he'll head. talk about your bitch and then he'll change your religion it's like what the <laughs> fuck okay <laughs> <laughs> it's dope uh Yo, yeah, do you want to save your number ones let's do number ones last sure forever. hell yeah this, this is gonna be fun michael you got number three right ready to pop with um Number three for me is probably, probably um, Tribe Called Quest, I would say. You should put the whole thing on there. That's a dope act. I've never got super into Tribe Called Quest, but every time I like found it later in life, and looking back, the stuff that I missed, I was like, I respect this shit. Mm-hmm. This is dope, especially back in the day. There wasn't an act like that that was selling, and they were like, fuck that shit. <laughs> They're just so <laughs> good, and I've been like a stable. I've been listening to them for like years, and just uh, always been, they always are like, you can go back to them, and it's always good. I feel like, who's your number two? You got that two slap. Um, who's, who's the deucer? Who's number two work for? <laughs> oh, man. We haven't had nearly enough Austin Powers references on this podcast. By the oh, way, I've only seen one movie. It's hard because it's like it's hard to like compare new age to old age shit. I feel like at least for me, it gets hard, man. Yeah, like, I, almost, now. I almost have like a top three new and a top three old. You there's know? been some significant shifts in like the sounds. Hip hop has been. But since I threw up a while. tribe called Quest, I'm going to put up another one that's a new age guy. Um, it's kind of uh, he's passed away, but Mac Miller. Mm. Mac yeah. Miller, I listened to Mac Miller I mean, quite yeah. a bit. I didn't catch too much of Mac Miller. He had a he had a very like um I was into him following. way yeah, I was into him way back when he had like his mixtapes and stuff out and I would download him on mm. online and shit and some of those albums like you get like that in that fashion have the biggest impact. Because like when you go through all that dirt and that grime to get him and stuff sometimes, you value it more mm-hmm. than like even if you just like throw a little bit of cash and get it in. When he had some good stuff on his old mm. mixtapes and then he put out his albums and then he actually got big and put out albums, and he was just still putting good music out. Even then, he was that's sick. So when people sad. got good mixtapes from back in the day, it's oh like, yeah, mixtapes are, are dead. No. If they had like a little tiny track and they're just like doing what they can with what they got in the basement, and they're still sounding good, that's intense. All right, so that was your three and two. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna sound way way mainstream now, but number three has got to be two chains. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really like two because he got yeah. two chains, dog. Okay, so uh, it was a tie between him and. And some other people, because it wasn't like best on just best quality of hip hop, like, uh, but most entertaining hip hop. Have you seen most expensivest shit? Yes, dude, yes. that's such a great show. <laughs> dude, everything about Two Chains is the best. Yeah, like, the, the guy. Shout is out Choppy, genius. dude. Genius. genius shout central. out Choppy. I shout saw out him Chains. at the Catalyst um, like last year. Fuck yeah! And he had broke his leg, oh, so wait. he had this like girl dressed up as like this nurse, all like. <laughs> And was pushing what? him around in a Played wheelchair with his leg, dude. like his leg was up yeah. in the wheelchair, and he was just like yeah. broken legs, still out here, make that money, fucking energy yeah. on that. It was mind. amazing. He was just in the in the chair, like true. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, I got, next time he comes to town, I'm definitely checking that dude, show out. I'll Shout go. out to we'll Change. Shout we'll out fucked up, everybody. Okay, so uh, number two. Oh, y'all gonna hate me, but mother sucking Drake dog. 
I, I can't I can't argue that honestly. I was a Drake I don't hater. Blame you. I was number one Drake hater for like a decade since Degrassi days. I hated that motherfucker in a wheelchair for no reason. And I like people in wheelchairs usually. But the thing is, <laughs> like I fucking hated that dude. And he did that Sprite commercial. He's like, last name ever, first name greatest. And I was like, shut up and get out of my movie theater. Hey, that was a dope song. Though. I hated everything fire. about that dude until like maybe like. The the song with Jenny Aiko. What did you what did you do to me? Or whatever well, that song. Um, it's so beautiful. And yeah, I was like, okay, the dude sure. can sit here and make a beautiful duet. Listen, like, how is a rap dude doing a duet and getting props? This, this is bullshit. Man put out Take Care. Dude, I listened to that whole album. That album changed my mind from a decade of just predisposed hatred. Oh wait. I was shit. like, fuck, he's sitting on something. And then after that he's been putting out such smash hits. How do you not like, get uh, frisky to his music? I've had so much sex to Drake do. songs. People I can't who don't not like, like it. Drake don't fuck around with They don't have of, sex. Exactly. They don't have a lot of sex. That's just plain and simple. Sorry, if dudes. you aren't listening to Drake. I don't give a fuck if he doesn't could, write a word of what he like raps yeah, or sings. Yeah, it doesn't Man matter. makes good music. It's not even a negative on you. If you're not listening to Drake, you could have more sex. Just Frank Sinatra never wrote any of his songs. Frank Sinatra Dude, was nothing was the racist. same as my favorite Drake album. I'm gonna yeah. uh, take care of myself. Let's let's do let's do number ones now because we just oh, went around. Okay. And by the way, you guys totally bombed all your picks and totally jumped on board with mine. But anyways, <laughs> no, no, J. Cole Kendrick or something. We were just in yeah, mind. obviously, we were, I can't go back now. But now we were vibing with you. Yeah, but, okay, <laughs> talking all that shit. Kind of. We were just trying to support your why, decisions. We're in number one territory. It's not friends anymore. Yeah, now we're in number one territory. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? Mine is undeniable. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> Chief Keef, dude. Oh, I don't know who that is. I'm kidding. It's fucking Jay Z. Jay Z, okay. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah. It's Jay- Hove. Jay-Z's dope. I don't like calling him Hove, even though he likes to be called that by some people. But it's you kind know of, like, why don't you like bla- calling him Hove? Okay, blasphemous namer. It's because the blasphemy, typically. Okay. <laughs> 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 what about you? What's your number one, Michael? Oh, man. This is so tough. Because... Yeah. I was stressing. When, yeah. <laughs> really? My pick was easy for number one. Wait, you can wait till you hear mine though. Oh, okay. Now, what do you got? Though? It's like number one, like I don't know. I've been listening to this guy a lot, and he just like to me right now. I'm just gonna say right now, my number one pick is based on who's the best in the game right now. And like when it comes to like, this is really a hot take, huh? He's building it up too much. It's yeah. gonna be like it gonna be something carrot top or something. No. Yeah, he put out a rap album. I just think this guy so has differentiated himself from everyone else the that's G-Z. like in the modern game and is like on their own platform doing their own thing that's different from everybody else. That's Twenty One Savage. Hey, okay, okay. I like the call out. Actually, I like the call out. I'm not gonna hate on it. Um, let me ask you though, because this is I feel like kind of simple. Can you get in where you fit in? Biatch, because y'all motherfuckers forgot about too short, and the motherfucker invented bitch. So you shut the fuck up before he slaps your ass right out the Bay Area. I know a lot of people. What that the fuck are you doing? Love too short, and they're all from like the Bay Look, Area. Get mad and if they you want get to. So fucking offended when you say anything bad about too short. Get mad if you want to, but I won't front because I got a brand new tape, and it's full of the bomb. Get in where you fit in, biatch. How did you not bring up Too Short? And you motherfuckers, I gave you so many. I gave you 10 minutes to come up with Too Short, and you couldn't say it one fucking time. <laughs> I'm offended. Give me this next skit. Where the fuck are we? <laughs> That's one way to end the segment. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm seriously though. I, I, you guys don't listen to much too short, do you? Uh, not really. I should gonna, though. I'm gonna get you guys on some too short for real. I'm gonna get you on some too short for real. You need to. We're gonna get all fucked up and listen to too short. Blow the whistle. Blow the whistle. Yeah, 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 it's too short, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I probably. Best. No, rapper not, no. of all time. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. This is just an age difference thing, I it's think. It's just like a fuck. No, it's no. like a geographical thing. It's a West Coast thing. <laughs> I think it was age. It's like saying Ice Cube that, or yeah. fucking you, Dr. Dre. You don't party with Jay, but you party with Too Short. Well, I party with shorts, both of them, dude. Too Short's getting up there. You might like open up a like a laundromat franchise with Too Short. But I'll have a glass <laughs> of wine with him. You can't do that with Jay, though. I'm saying. I'll have a glass of whiskey with Jay. Dude, that would be dope. That would be, that'd be a dope setting. Uh, good luck trying to set that up. Uh, I'll, I'll we, pull up in the race, dude. I think we have, cool. if we have a listener in New York, so maybe they know him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, time to move on to the next segment. This one is uh, the old favorite. 30-second pitch, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know, today we're uh, we're uh, we're trying to th- pitch you guys some money laundering business ideas. Who wants to go first? Oh, this is easy. This is easy. I've been seeing so many movies and so many shows that recreate how they print books and what I, I reprint uh, re, money launder. And this is a giveaway of what my idea is, by the way. It's book printing. Um, but every freaking movie or show I see, they never show this. And I think it's because all the shows and movies that show money laundering, it takes place between like the early 2000s or the latest or like the 90s or further back. They don't display modern times. And what people don't understand is that people in modern times don't read books just take all your dirty money use it to print books people aren't gonna look inside to see it's not money just stuck together to make pages people don't read books so i'm just gonna take all the money i make i'm gonna print books out of it what kind of books it'll just the whole cover will just be money i'm not even gonna try to hide it no one looks <laughs> at books okay it's very quite obvious it'll look almost like ironically like like money <laughs> like there's so much money in there and uh yeah and, like, no one's going to buy books, so I'll be able to go into the stores and just buy my own books right off the shelves, no problem. And then, like, they're paying taxes on my money laundered books. And I just pull the books apart. And I spend, mm. I spend the money to go buy more books. That's fucked up. Man. Well, I should probably keep some of that money. That's how you model. I think that's, I think that's how you laundered money. I don't, I don't know, man. I you don't read get, books. You I get don't... the money, and then you get the money back, right? That's how you launder money? Yeah, you're not supposed to, like, destroy the money. You get the money? And then you put it through a business. You get the money, and then you get the money. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so my plan works. What are you gonna do? <laughs> um, I'm gonna start uh, uh, an Alaskan. No one has any questions about my business proposal for this. <laughs> I don't read books, dude. Okay, I don't know shit about books. We've had a whole episode on books. I learned nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm going to start an Alaskan king crab uh, fishing boat tour. Mm. You uh, don't so get money in the crab cages? Gonna, the deadliest catch store. Now, see, what what happens is... How do you get the money wet? So you get the money wet by buying the fishing boat, right? It's not any type of fishing boat. I'm oh. talking decked the fuck out. Like, the interior of a wraith okay. is inside you the fishing You built the wraith boat. of the ocean. Exactly. you to fill it with stinky fish. No. And that's no, going to no, no, blow no. the wholesale So, up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take it out where the where the crabs be at, you know, where, where the shit is at. The crazy water. Yeah, the, the, the crazy shit. And it's going to ride coo. It's going to ride coo. I'm not even going to feel it inside. Like, all these other crab, like, fish boats look like shit. Like all the interns are flying They're all talking wave. shit, too, but they ain't got it like me. Camera crew. Throwing out my off. neck out, my, my net out. It's made of silk. 
<laughs> oh my god. Thousand threat count. Like <laughs> instantly shredded by the crabs. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, bring the real net out. <laughs> and that's where the money goes to the silk nets. Honestly, I think you can make more money just crashing these very expensive boats and collecting insurance. Yeah. I'm not making You don't need to worry about the fucking crabs. The crabs might do enough damage Listen, to the interior. No, it's the you could just ride them off. that keeps it profitable. You get it total of the crab core. pitches on nice You're bringing people on the, to this thing. Here's an idea for you, Anthony. Corinthian leather. Instead of like actually bringing people on the tour, you just pay off these boats to say that they're bringing people on their tour, and then you just launder the money through it like... That's how you actually would do See, that. See, but then, like, you get you, you, you <laughs> don't on, get in on, with the community, on. dude. You need to become like a tourist destination. I, don't know. I actually, I like where he's going with this. What would you do with books? <laughs> 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 All right, Mister Business Savvy, what's your fucking yeah. business plan? Hot shot. How are you laundering? Oh, like? dude. So, you guys have probably been in a sporting event, and you've seen those crazy guys coming out there with these big looking. Gun type things on their back. Mass shooters? Uh, I've heard of them. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about... <laughs> you know those guys at sporting events? They carry huge guns. <laughs> they just start firing. <laughs> what are you talking, talking about? about? I said gun type thing. It shoots t shirts out. Oh, oh. t shirt cannon. Christ. <laughs> okay. You let me finish? <laughs> fucking hey. Let me fucking finish. It's going to get thought. real dark. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, last <laughs> when I talked about Dr. Seuss the other day, you guys wouldn't let me finish that either. You guys make me look bad. I'm not trying to talk about mass shootings, you fucks. God damn it. Let me explain my fucking point. Jesus Christ. Uh, sorry, sorry, listeners, for, for that. But what I'm talking about is t-shirt guns. They shoot t-shirts. Not people. Um... And those t-shirts, what I would do is I would hire people to come to the game and sit in certain sections of the game, and then we would take said t-shirt gun and put a bunch of cash in those t-shirts, and then just shoot them out, <laughs> and technically that money is has gone through a transaction, so, <laughs> so that money is now clean money. It's part of a giveaway? This is giveaway money. Money is now clean money. <laughs> See, that's how you get the tax write-offs. During the fiscal Just saying. Year. I gotta get a book gun. This sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I could use this. I could use this. Yeah, just book signings. You just write your name on it. Oh, here. This is this is a gift to you. I am so glad none of us actually has to launder money because that would be really bad mm-hmm. for everybody involved. I don't know, dude. I got a fishing boat with like a wraith and get carrier. The, get the, get I the think I'm sitting there. pretty. Don't I shit. The, I'll be honest. I still think, <laughs> I, I still think you should crash your boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god hey can we just talk for a second because i know like we haven't brought this up and we didn't plan this but did you guys hear about what's going on in hong kong yeah it's oh still the going protests on. and shit they it's repealed on. they repealed the extradition act stop it they repealed it stop it they pulled it out it's not even in a process anymore it's removed look it up i'm looking it up right this now. is craziness i watched it this morning are you do you know what that means that's fucking crazy. It's, freaking, it's the first thing on Google as soon as you put Hong Kong. Yeah, freaking the people in Hong Kong protested against China. And honestly, the best thing I take away from it. Okay, so this is what I got. Um, the 2019 Hong Kong protests are an ongoing series of demonstrations in Hong Kong and solidarity protests in other cities abroad, which began the aim, with the aim of uh, withdrawing an extradition bill proposed by the Hong Kong government. 
<laughs> so so early in so winded i'm sorry i had to click the thing uh so uh the bill would allow local authorities to detain and extradite people who are wanted in territories that hong kong does not have extradition agreements with including mainland china and taiwan for those of you who don't know this means that like places that are considered provinces of china like places like for america would be like guam and stuff like that it basically means that china can go and grab you and pull you back to china and do whatever they want with you so even if you live in a place that has different laws they can hold you to their laws and just drag you away so oh my god there are the like fucking passed. suicides attributed to this there are five suicide ca- cases Closely attributed to the anti-extradition bill protests. There is some crazy stuff, but Fuck what off. I saw today was... Yeah, there's serious allegations of police misconduct. Oh, dude, have you seen any of the videos? It's been insane. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, nuts, they're getting dude. sprayed with, like, blue Oh, that water. happens in America all yeah. the time, by the way. But here's the thing. It, this is China where the Tiananmen Square incident happened. Like, they used to roll over people in tanks. So for them now to be reasoning, rationalizing, and even for the government to say, okay... We know that we have to yield China's authority, but this particular bill and this particular tactic, we understand it's not effective. You know, we understand what we want, but we also don't want civil unrest. We don't want you guys to be unhappy. We're not trying to make that happen. And the Chinese government was reasonable and rational. That is so huge on the world that scale. Is, yeah. yeah, on the world scale, like affecting everybody's life from everybody's now forever, watching moving them. forward. Oh yeah, the global political opera. We just had the epitome of like, the wealthy higher class that just dominates over everything. The absolute control, the authoritarian, the we can do whatever we want. They just sat there and said, "Okay, we understand. We're going to be reasonable." That's a beautiful thing. And like, I get depressed sometimes thinking about the oligarchy and all that crap that just controls the world. Yeah, like the but authoritarian you know state. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing: if they can be reasonable, and like a, a reasonable living can be something that the common person can be achieved, and they like you don't have to worry at least about being oppressed to that level, even in what you would think would be like a very oppressive area. Otherwise, that's dope. Not to say that Hong Kong's oppressive, and we're in debt to those motherfuckers. We're in debt to so many people. Do you know? Do you know what Saudi Arabia owns? Ooh. Have you thought about that for a second? You know the World Bank. You ever heard of that? You ever wonder why it's the World Bank? That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, there's way bigger things than just China's trade value. Like people don't understand like debt and stuff like that. There's so much going on in the world scale. Uh, a bigger army, a lot of credit in that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Huge number one military, big credit, <laughs> huge credit card. That's a black card. You get the biggest military force in want. the world. You have the black card. Like, you're holding that. You have the world currency. Yeah. Well, sort of. Not entirely, though. Like, there's so many political. We, we should do a world political Oh, episode, we should do, like, a whole But I can already tell things. we should probably read some stuff before that. Maybe. Become here knowledgeable should, yeah. about looking shit up on the yeah. spot. Yeah. We should avoid. Yeah, because I don't really pay attention to much of anything. <laughs> oh, it gets super depressing. It's, it's so it gets hard. super depressing. It's interesting, though. If, if you're someone like chess or any that kind of stuff, like, strategy stuff. Strategy. That's how we say it. When we're very strategy. in-depth. Strategy. I'm a strategio guy. More Italian <laughs> shit going up, huh? Uh, we've got a mucho <laughs> But no, um, the freaking, the world political thing, if you like, if you follow it and watch it, it's interesting because there's players, like there's pawns, there's people who like... Yeah, there's the whole uh, Amazon thing right now. Do you hear that? The president of Brazil wants an apology before accepting $20 million in aid. Well, do you know? Do you know the actual real statistics on the Amazon fire 
to date. It, yeah, it's it's like a, it's a big fire, but there have been like four hundred thousand fires in the Amazon just this year alone. The, the yeah, the bigger issue is the continuation of the fires, not so much the size of this particular fire. They're blowing it out of proportion at a particular time to bring like bad publicity. Well, the thing is that they were they were started like you know willingly. Well, here's the other thing though, like they're doing it for money, and what people don't notice about Brazil right now is like people are they're like fleeing in poverty. mass because the economy collapsed entirely. So you're taking a country that so just can't even afford to feed its cannibalizing people. Cannibalizing yeah. its resources. Yeah, there's no there's no like retirement resources for government employees. There's no anything. There's no social security. They have nothing. And now you're telling them, don't make money. Don't make and they're money like, off the one thing oh, you have. Oh, you want us to actually starve all the way to death. Cool. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I so would that's, want a fucking yeah, apology. Yeah, they're that. like, how about apology with that? Before yeah. you give me $20 million. I would still take the 20 I'd wipe my ass with one of the bills. I'd be like, this one is because fuck you. And I'd throw it back. And then the rest, I would, I would take that one back too. I'm yeah, like, you definitely take this. that one. We, need, I, we are starting. We need gas. I regret everything I did. You <laughs> should know it smells terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to put it in my wallet. Yeah. yeah, this one's going to the coin star. <laughs> Do they take dollars? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're, at the, we're at the time now. Let's, let's get, we talked a lot about business. We talked a lot about the, the how businesses impact people, what people got to do to make a living. We talked about the different things. But how does a successful business person navigate the other side of life? Because it can't always be business and politics. You got to be able to sit down and enjoy. And be a human. How does a sophisticated entrepreneur, podcastee, slash comedian at bars and coffee shops go about communicating with the common man? How do you do it? You guys got any ideas? Um, you have to be very personable. You have to be charming, mm. but to a point, you don't want to be too charming because then people are like, oh, he's super charming. Let me give I, you an example. Let me give you an example. I'm meeting you and you're just a Joe Schmo. Okay, watch this. Watch this. Hey, how's it going there, stranger? What's up, man? Oh, I love that watch. Is that Timex? Whoa. I'm a Walmart guy myself. <laughs> hey, strangers. <laughs> does, that, does that work? Let's try this again with me being the person okay, okay. meeting you. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Jesus Christ, yeah. you have tattoos. You have to tattoo. Those are cool. Did it hurt? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Did you feel cool walking out of the tattoo shop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a little I bit. I mean, you look cool. You probably look cool walking out of the tattoo shop. I mean, why is someone, it? someone said something nice one time. You got some compliments? Well, guess what? Jesus. Now you just got a second compliment. You're a nice is guy. This, are you being nice? You're a nice guy. Oh, I didn't think you. I didn't think you were, but you're a nice guy. Let's go get that a works. Yeah, that you. works. I was totally on edge. Like this guy's ready to attack me. I gotta be full defense. And then he was like, "Nope, I'm a butterfly." And I was like, "Damn, you could pull that off because you got the cuddly beard bear thing. You could be like, Arr, I have to be super kidding. like nice and shit with people because mm, yeah. like if I if I sound the least bit aggressive, then." Yeah, <laughs> it's ruined. Like the fucking conversation is gone. instantly. Yeah, it's like now you're on the defensive the entire time. I fucked up. Bye. <laughs> Fuck you. Please don't call the cops on me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any difficulties with that stuff, Mike? Or is it pretty easy for you to just, just cruise around, like separating? Oh, I try to pleasure? avoid um, talking to people as much as possible. So. <laughs> Um, same same unneeded (laughs) just a waste of time (laughs) honestly i just don't try to engage and if i see them trying to engage i look for ways to avoid but sometimes there's no way to avoid so you have to engage can i see an example of one of these avoidance strategies that would be awesome um it happens it happens at work sometimes or i see somebody that's like looking at me and they're like like, (laughs) a little too much i stare at the floor and i try to just take the next 
turn or corner or, or, or what, any distance I can create. I just try to create and act like I'm... Or I'll fake my fake call on the phone. <laughs> You'll do the fake call on the phone. Fake call phone People a lot. People still do that? I think I've done it one time ever. I've, I've never tried to do that. I've, I've done a like, real Oh, fake I'm getting call. a phone call, guys. I, well, it's just frustrating because there's, you know, a lot of times I find that conversations people want to have um, are typically, like, if I don't like the person, I don't want to listen to them talk about themselves. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I can't hide that i don't like the situation because i just don't know how to do that yet in life i don't know how to hide my emotions yet it's called being fake and yep. you should learn yeah you i don't know how to do that. it so uh it just shows when i just don't want to talk there's another way i've learned and i think i learned this from my father but instead of being fake i just start being disappointed that's fucked. <laughs> like they'll just keep talking and i'm like oh you're still here, huh? Oh. Uh, sounds like shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> they get the hint. Oh, you quick. know what you shouldn't do is uh, get caught in a lie. Oh. Yeah. Here's the thing about lies. They're pretty rough on you. Especially when you get caught. You know what's funny? I, I one time told an honest truth, and the person on the other end was so sure it was a lie, they gave me full on, like, I know your lying energy. It put me into the sweats, like, if you're, like, get caught in a lie. And I even tell the fucking truth. Like, they were so intense. That's the worst. It, it was a they changed your truth, dude. You it, were almost, almost. Point. It was understandable, though. Like, maybe I was lying. Dude, here's the thing. They told me, like, I was, like, telling them, I was, like, yeah, I used, my first car was a Dodge Grand Caravan, 1996 Dodge Grand Caravan. And they're, like, those cars suck. I was, like, no, you understand. It's the Grand Caravan. It's not, it's not just the caravan, okay? And I don't think you know what comes in the grand package. <laughs> Me? It's got, a, it's got a V8, baby. <laughs> that shit's got a V8. It's got AC on every fucking seat. You can control it yourself. Bang, bang, bang. Cabin <laughs> seats in the middle. Double doors, both sides. It's got all this shit. It's like a $40,000 new in the 90s. This shit was balling. And it had a fucking V8, and it's a Dodge. So okay. I got that thing up to 120 on the freeway. Now, it should not have been going that fast. I realized that right away. and I slowed back down, but I got that shit up to 120. And so this dude's racing around. He's got like a little small Integra. It's like a four-banger. And he's talking about how fast he's driven before. And I was like, dude, I went to 120. And he's like, you didn't go 120. I was like, dude, I went to 120. He's like, what car did you do it in? I was like, Grand Caravan. 1996 Dodge Grand Caravan. He's like, no, you fucking did. He starts railing me. I literally was sweating. I was like, ha, ha, ha. He's like, see, you're fucking lying. And I'm like, no, I swear to God I did. I was so <laughs> mad. Yeah, it's the worst. But he was right to be that adamant because that sounds atrocious. Uh, one time I was lying. I was at an event for like New Year's. And uh, I said, oh, my friend's uncle got into a wreck. We have to go pick him up. And uh, they asked me, well, why doesn't your friend just go? Oh, because he's my ride. He's your ride. Well, I can take you home. Uh, I should really go check on his uncle. You know, I know him. He's like, Anthony, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> I just want to, I have, I have plans for something else. I'm sorry. I didn't want to be rude. And she's like, just go. Light energy is so easy to pick up on, on most people. Yeah. Like very few I'm people. I'm a very good, good liar, but for some reason, some people just have the distinct ability to so tell. There's this uh, comedian friend that we all have. That I'll ask him if he can come and do something, and he'll say no. <laughs> but then he'll, but then someone else will ask him something, the same question, and he'll give him a different reason. Uh, <laughs> and I found out through a lot of the time that he just lies to me every time I ask him something now. Oh my god! Good I'm Lord. not going to say his name, but you guys, please don't I say know his exactly name. But we all know who it is, and he definitely knows who it is. So don't fucking lie to me anymore. Does it rhyme with the doc? 
Um, no, but oh. you know who it is. Now I know who it is. <laughs> Don't fucking lie to me anymore, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> can I say one time that he doesn't like, even listen anyway? Yeah. But still, can I say can I say one time that a lie like that? I don't, I don't like lying. And I don't promote lying, but a lie came out of the infinitesimal small part of my brain, and I was so happy for it. I was at Warp Tour. This is like more than ten years ago. I was very drunk. Here's how drunk I was. I threw up on two geos in the parking lot before I got in. I was very drunk. Well, the first bathroom I got into, I punched the paper machine, broke it, the paper towel dispenser, and cut my finger like way bad. Wrapped my hand in like gauze and paper towel. I was a fucking mess. Next thing we know, this by the way, pretty conspicuous at this point. <laughs> you can see me coming. The only fucking leprechaun with a broken hand walking through the place screaming at everybody and smelling like piss. So I'm walking around with my friend and my friend walks over to this booth and he's like, dang, this is a cool little booth. They got like shirts and hats and stuff like that. There's these two Ethiopian cats running it. And my friend's like, dang, you like that hat? Because I was like kind of looking at it. I was like, yeah. He's like, you should steal it. And I was so drunk. I was like, I should steal it. And he was like, I'm going to go distract the guy. And I was like, dude, don't never stop us. <laughs> so he goes around the corner. I, I think I maybe stole a candy bar once in my life. Like I am not disposed of stealing. My friend goes around and distracts the guy. I look over. He's distracted. I take the hat, I grab it, and I start walking away. I get maybe 10 steps, and I feel someone grabbing the back of my shorts and just pulling me backwards. Look back. This this 70-pound Ethiopian dude looked like he could carry a mule right then. He was strong as fuck. He was dragging me through the dirt. And he was like, get this motherfucker. He was yelling <laughs> so loud. And the cop comes over right away. And now my friend's in the guy's face. And like my friend doesn't see the cop coming from behind. So my friend grabs this Ethiopian dude by the neck. And my friend's this big Mexican dude. And he just grabs him by the neck. He's like, hey, get the fuck off my friend. And I'm like, oh, shit. This got bad. Now it's theft and violence. And the cop comes over. And he's like, what's going on here? What's going on here? And I go, oh, no, no, no. Just some confusion. Just confusion. And out of the middle of my head, I'm like, what the fuck can I say? This was so obvious. And I go, no, no. I even looked over. I'm so sorry. I looked over. There's a deal. It says buy a shirt, get a hat. My friend was talking to the guy. He was pointing at a hat. I pointed at this shirt. I thought he was buying the hat. So the shirt. So I just walked off with a hat. I thought it was part of the deal. I even pointed. I'm so sorry. Big confusion. We'll go back. We'll put him back. Not a problem. And my friend was choking the vendor. Like, he had his hand around his throat, and the cop was like, oh. Uh, it was, like, such a good lie that he saw him ch- getting choked and sided with us. And the vendor was uh, like, what the fuck? He's lying! <laughs> like, he was so uh, mad. And the guy was like, all right, I'll take care of this. He walked us, like, 10 feet away from the booth, and he's like, that guy's totally fucking lying. You guys are okay. <laughs> he's uh, let us go. Good Lord. So sometimes, if you're super drunk and you get talked into bad things, you can't lie your way out of a jail sentence. But very rarely and don't bank on it <laughs> you guys have anything for uh for takeaways on this one man um i'm gonna get that fucking boat dude dude that boat sounds dope i like that more than the wraith honestly I... oh no i'm gonna pull up to the boat in the motherfucking wraith oh, but buy the boat before the wraith though right because you can rent out the boat for the weekend no one's renting the wraith oh they'll rent the wraith Actually, actually, they won't because I'm not gonna rent that wraith. God dang, it's not even an income wraith. Don't get a don't get a <laughs> liability wraith before you get an asset boat. Don't tell me how to run my fucking business, Cameron. You know what? Truth be told, I don't even care. I'll be on my compound. <laughs> 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 what you got for takeaways, Michael? Um, my takeaway is that uh, you know. <laughs> Deep stuff. That motherfucker's gotta stop lying to you. Deep. Mother sucking stuff. I would be able to launder more money than Anthony if we actually what went through fuck? this. Oh, oh, you're going to turn this on oh, me? Oh, instantly make it better, but I'm glad I did. Because I should say, on that note, 
Um, I think the podcast needs a t-shirt cannon regardless. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for a uh, mass t-shirt When we get that Patreon virus. money rolled in, we're going to be, we got to put it somewhere, man. The IRS is going to come after us. We just, we just walk <laughs> around and somebody's like, you want a shirt? We're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, shoot right out Everywhere. Starbucks, yeah. McDonald's drive through We're ready to go for yeah. the fans. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh, Keep sucking them dicks. Peace out. Which will take it easy, baby girls. And don't forget to find me on IG at KimBusy.Berry and YouTube at CB Comedy. Uh, Instagram and Twitter uh, at YoungBathomit underscore. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at underscore MBooth with an F at the end. And then uh, YouTube, Facebook, Michael Booth. Bow, bow.